Welcome to the Currently Cringing Podcast. I'm your host, Anisha Ramakrishna. I'm a TV personality and entrepreneur. Join me as I spill the chai on my cringeworthy life experiences with a side of dating, pop culture, and lots of laughs. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you Everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, this is Deborah Messing. And I'm Andana Dayani. We decided to create a podcast to introduce you to the people who inspire us most. These are the dissenters. The people who just made a decision one day to break down the establishment and build a new one. In the greatest times of grief or even the most ordinary of circumstances, many heroes will rise. You just have to take that first step. So please tune in. We can be found anywhere you listen to podcasts. There are heroes everywhere. Discover them. Become one. I'm Anisha Ramakrishna, and I'm an Indian entrepreneur and TV personality with big dick energy. I recently left my successful career and my long-term relationship to pursue my own fashion business. I'm single in my mid-30s, and I live with my parents. I'm currently cringing, and I know you are too. Hey guys, welcome to Currently Cringing. Today, we are going to talk about egg freezing and my journey and the process and the procedure and everything that I had to do. I've received so many questions about, you know, what I did, why I did it. I'm just going to get into it, get into the nitty gritty, all of it. I'd like to begin with saying that you guys know I try my best to have a positive mindset. It's not always easy. I have really bad days like everybody else. And I went into this 
with a positive mindset. You know, I was excited about it. I was happy that we have the technology and that I get to do this. So I went in, as cliche as this sounds, with an attitude of gratitude. That is how I began this egg freezing journey. If you've listened to the pod, you know that in the past, you know, let's say maybe about a year ago, I was really never interested in marriage or kids. I mean, I'm very c'est la vie, you know, very European. If it happens, it is what it is, right? If it didn't, it didn't. That's kind of how I think. I'm very logical. And I don't know, something just clicked. I don't know, something flipped, a switch flipped, I don't know. And all of a sudden I thought, you know, maybe it would be nice to try marriage out and maybe have a baby. And so the catalyst for me for freezing my eggs was my BFF froze her eggs the week of my 36th birthday, like one of my closest friends. And we spent my birthday together, you know, at her condo in Miami Beach, had a great time, like, you know, a weekend, but That's the day she started her egg freezing process was the day of my 36th birthday. And I guess you could say I was peer pressured into freezing my eggs because I have a very important auntie in my life, Auntie Dimple, who is not on Family Karma, but she had been encouraging me to freeze my eggs for years. I mean, she's been telling me to freeze my eggs probably for the past four years, and I just never listened to her. But then when my best friend did it, and started it. And I kind of thought, well, maybe I should look into it. I'll be 100% honest. You know, I keep it real with you guys. I didn't know anything. Like I had heard about egg freezing. I knew it was expensive. I didn't really want to spend the money. And like many of you probably think that I get a lot of things for free because of the show. That's actually not the case. I paid for egg freezing and I pay for everything. You know, my parents don't pay for anything either. So I understand when people look at egg freezing from a financial point of view, it, it's an expensive endeavor. So I turned 36. My best friend was doing it. I didn't really want to spend the money, but she kind of, you know, said, why don't you just go check your levels, you know, your AMH levels and see, you know, what the deal is like. Just go go for a consultation. You know, it's not going to kill you. And to be honest, at 36, I never thought I would be single or, you know, without a family or anything. You know, I didn't really think that far ahead. I knew like, okay, things would work out, I guess. Right. I always believe things are going to work out for the best. You know, I always think I'm going to get everything I want. But I never thought that the idea or the possibility, actually, not the idea, the possibility of not having children was real. And thank God I went for that consultation, you know. So I got my AMH levels, anti-mullerian hormone levels tested, you know, with Dr. Michael Jacobs at IVF Center of Miami at Baptist Medical Hospital in Kendall, which is like the best. He's like one of the pioneers in, you know, egg freezing and fertility and IVF. And what a lot of people don't know is this is like a new technology. It's like very new, this whole like egg freezing thing. It's not, you know, researched 
as much as, you know, maybe other things in the medical field. And so back in the day, you know, if you couldn't have a kid or you weren't married and you didn't have a kid, you just you just didn't have one. We didn't have this technology. So I will be completely, you know, open. My levels were or are 3.6 and the levels go from one to four. And so I'd say I'm in the middle, you know, for a 36 year old, it was above average, fortunately. But like I said, they don't tell you if the eggs are good or bad. You just know that you have eggs. You don't know about the quality of the eggs. What I loved about Dr. Michael Jacobs was that, you know, he is not there to fuck around, to say the least. He kept it real with me and he is not a doctor that sugarcoats, you know. I can't imagine, you know, telling people they won't be able to have children, you know. You can't be a bullshitter in that field. And so he kept it real with me. He said, you know, at your age, I would do this now. He's like, I wouldn't even freeze your eggs at 38, 39. I would refuse you as a patient. At that point, I would just tell you to go through IVF, which is, you know, you need the sperm and then you go and make the embryo, you go all the way. And so that kind of was, you know, shocking for me because to be honest, I never gave it much thought. It wasn't even on my radar. I I didn't think I would be 36 in this position, to be quite frank. You know, no one dreams of freezing their eggs, you know? So I'm not going to lie. After that first consultation, I was super emo. You know, I think I went home and cried and I'm not a big crier. You know, I'm not emotional like that. I'm very logical. But I think I went home and cried because I was mad. I was mad at the universe, you know, whoever you want to be mad at up there. I was mad at the world. Like, why am I in this position? Like, why do I have to do this? Why do I have to spend like $15,000, you know, when other people just don't have to, right? And especially for me, I'll keep it real, you know, a small business owner, like $15,000 is a lot of money. But I did think, okay, you spend on Botox, you know, you spend on vacations, you can spend on freezing your fucking eggs. This is serious. And so the reason I did it was because I didn't want the possibility of not being able to have children at all. You know, I want options and options cost money for the most part. So that was why I decided to freeze my eggs. That's the reason. I had heard about the shots and all the horrible things people go through. A lot of my friends had done it. And then a lot of my friends had done it also and not told me they had done it because, you know, they were either ashamed or it's taboo or they didn't want people to know that they had their child through IVF, which... I just find that quite bizarre, you know, especially because if you're my friend, you know, I'm the most, you know, judgmental, least judgmental person you would ever probably meet in your life. I really don't care. And that's not because I'm not judging you. It's because I'm self-absorbed. I'm like very self-involved, which is a weakness of mine. That's not something I'm proud of. But, you know, if you're my friend, I probably just, you know, want to know that you're happy and okay, but I'm not like trying to get into your business, to be honest. So I had my first appointment, found out my levels and then decided, okay, I guess I'm going to start this process only because that first consultation was like a slap in the face. It really scared me. And I had just turned 36 and 
I knew we were filming Family Karma. We started filming Family Karma two weeks after my 36th birthday. So I had already started freezing my eggs before filming. Because a lot of people think like, oh, you did it for the show. That is not the case. I just happened to have, you know, a birthday. And I turned 36 and kind of panicked. That's really what happened. And we started filming two weeks before. So in episode one, you can see me going to Dr. Michael Jacobs and I'm looking at the ultrasound. I already knew like, you know, how many eggs more or less I was going to get, you know, and we were trying to get as many as possible. So basically you get your levels tested and then you wait for your period and then you go get shots. You know, I believe the medicines were Menipure and Gonal. And then there's like a booster shot that I had to do, like a trigger shot at the end, the last day. And so I started, I believe it was two shots in the morning and two shots in the evening. My best friend who had frozen her eggs came over and showed me how to do it. What a gem. And my mom was there also. And my mom like helped me with my first shot. And then, you know, I'm very practical. And I thought, if I can get Botox, I can do this. And I was very, very careful. Like, even if it took, like, 30 minutes, I just didn't want to bruise. I'd heard people, you know, have bruising and, like, they have swelling. I didn't have any of that, you know. And the whole time, you know, I had a mantra. I was like, this is amazing. I'm so lucky I get to do this. You know, I was flipping the script in my brain because the truth was I was like pissed. I'm like, why the fuck do I have to do this? Why do I have to spend $15,000? Why can't I be normal like everyone, everyone else? You know, why am I like, why am I like this, basically, you know? And so I was very careful with the shots. You keep them in the fridge. You know, you have timings. They give you instructions. So I had two in the morning, two in the evening. And everyone talks about side effects and they're miserable and bloated. And I don't know if that's because they're doing IVF or that's just because they're freezing their eggs. It's two different things. I'm just freezing my eggs at this point, not doing IVF. I didn't have any side effects. I was fine, thankfully. All my side effects came after the retrieval, which I'll get to. So honestly, for me, it was 14 days of shots. Kind of panicked in the beginning. I'm being completely open and honest with you guys because I only had seven eggs. And I'm going to keep it real with you guys. I got panicked, but... Even though my AMH levels were above average, I had seven eggs and I'm going to keep it real. I have a very strict diet when we're filming. Okay. And by strict, I mean clean. Green juice, salad, like very clean. I'm basically eating to live, not living to eat. And I'm a foodie. But when we're filming, it's very difficult. And so... I don't have an eating disorder or anything like that, but I was eating a lot less than I usually do. And so when you're about to put your body through this, I do think you need to have like a full robust diet, like wake up and have like oatmeal and fruit and eggs. And for lunch, you need to have like your proteins and salads and, you know, veggies and rice and dinner. And, you know, I had been dieting 
for the show because I knew we were going to film. And so I think there was just not enough protein in my body. So we actually had seven eggs in the beginning and I kind of panicked. But as the week went on, they were like, you know, you're going to have more. I had a lovely nurse named Shayla at Baptist. Shout out to Shayla and Dr. Michael Jacobs and Maria Alejandra and the whole team, like dream team. And finally got to 11, 11 eggs. And they see, okay, this is as good as it's going to get. And I did it for 14 days with no side effects, was completely fine, filmed, like did everything. And I am fortunate enough to have never had a surgery. I've never been to a hospital. Um, I think the last time I went to the hospital was to see my baby brother when he was born. I know that, that sounds crazy, but that is the truth. So this was like the second time in my life that I had been to a hospital. Like, of course, I've been to the doctor, like a private clinic, you know, a dermatologist's office, but I'd never been to like an actual hospital to get a procedure. So I was paranoid because I'm such a baby, but I was like, okay, you did the shots. It's anesthesia, you know? And so I remember you're told right away, like, okay, you got to go. Like they give you the trigger shot, like 24 hours before my trigger shot was at 10 30 PM. It's a huge needle and they inject it in your butt and it like releases like all the eggs or something, you know, it does something. And that's the other thing I'm kind of ashamed of, like being a woman doing this process. Like I have to be honest, I didn't really know like the female body, like ovaries, follicles, eggs, like we're not taught these things. And so I felt really dumb and ignorant. Like I feel like I didn't even know my own body. I still don't really know, you know, the nitty gritty of it all you know, which is kind of shameful, you know, because I'm here to like try to help you guys and tell you about my experience. But the truth is I still don't really understand it all. And I also don't have the time, the time physically to like sit and like Wikipedia the whole thing. Like I, I, there's like a lack of time also. So basically I hired the nurse, Shayla, to come to my house. You can pay the nurse to come to your house because that big shot in your butt, you can't do it yourself. And God forbid I was going to tell my mom or my dad to do that, you know? So I hired the nurse. She came. I was panicked. I went to Walgreens and looked for Novocaine patches because, of course, my luck, like, the hospital had run out. So I didn't have, like, you know, patches that numbs the area. So I was just like going willy nilly. And thank God for Shayla. She came. She was a doll. She injected my butt. And then, you know, my mom took me the next morning to, you know, the hospital. And I remember I had an amazing anesthesiologist. I was panicked. You're in stirrups. You're in the bed. You're like about to go in, you know, to have this procedure. And I hear that they put a needle in you and retrieve all the eggs that way. Obviously, I was not awake for it. And so I remember the anesthesiologist telling me, oh, you're a fashion girl. You're on TV. Is it like the devil wears Prada? And that's all I remember. Like I knocked out. And then I remember waking up, not feeling a goddamn thing, felt like a million dollars. I know I'm really annoying because I know people want to hear like, that I perhaps suffered or like, you know, had a ton of pain or that it was miserable. 
I'm being completely honest with you guys. It wasn't like I didn't feel a thing. I was expecting cramps. I didn't have anything. And so I was picked up by my cute mama and then we had Cuban breakfast and I was fine. And Bali came to visit me and, you know, we hung out and it was lovely. And that's, you know, kind of like the end of lovely. I didn't have pain after that. What happened to me after the retrieval was basically extreme bloating, like 20 pounds of bloat. My breasts were swollen and like sore. And that that lasted for like a month. Those were my symptoms. I got hormonal acne all over my face, like on my chin. We were filming. You could see like I was getting huge pimples on my face covered by makeup. But in that first episode in the car, you could see there's like a scab on my face, if you noticed. But that's what happened to me after. Like I started getting acne and I had swollen breasts and I was like 20 pounds bloated. And that lasted for a month. And that's basically because your body thinks it's pregnant. And so I successfully had 11 eggs and I would say seven of them are like amazing eggs. I did consider doing the process again and maybe having like a healthier diet and not like just, you know, going into it because a lot of people, a lot of women who do this, like they prepare, like you're supposed to take supplements and prenatal care, like vitamins and eat a certain way and do acupuncture. But I thought, you know what? I'm good. You know, the kids are in boarding school. They're at a facility in Garland, Texas. I even paid extra for them to travel alone, honey. And they're in a little compartment at this lab. And I paid, I think, $12,000 for this entire thing. And for me, you know, the doctor has his fee. And then the medicine is what kills you. The injections. I think I paid for the gonal and the menopure. I probably paid like 10 grand. And then I paid like three grand to the actual like doctor for doing the surgery. So what actually kills you in this procedure is the medicine. There's no insurance. And now I actually met a young lady over the weekend at a bar, of course. I was at a lesbian bar called the Cubby Hole in Manhattan. And I met a couple that were, you know, they were beginning the process of surrogacy and having a baby. And one of them had frozen their eggs. And then another person who actually worked at Pinterest, and she said, Pinterest is offering to freeze eggs for free. And I thought, oh my God, you have nothing to lose. Like, I wish I had that option. I really wish that a lot lot more companies, you know, covered egg freezing because it's just going to be a common procedure, I feel. In the next five years, everyone's going to freeze their eggs. But I really wanted to share my story and my journey with you guys because it's not something that's talked about in any culture, you know? Like, there's so much shame as it is in being in your mid-30s and being single. Not that I feel shameful, but there's so much shame in that in society. Like, people want you to be ashamed for being single in your mid-30s. And then people want you to be ashamed for not having kids, whether you're married, single, with someone at a certain point in your life, if you don't have kids, people judge you. 
I don't know why we live in a world like this, but we do. And so for me, I just wanted to share this with the viewer and with you because I don't know that many people that do share it, you know? And I wanted, not to sound like a cocky mofo, but I wanted you to know, like, I'm fucking smart, hot, successful, single, and I had to do this. And when I say like, oh, I had to do this, it's not like, oh, I think I'm better. It's just like, on paper, you would think I have it all, right? But look, Anisha's freezing her eggs. That's what I mean. That's the context. Because I know a lot of people listen to the pod and they think, oh, she's entitled. She's this. I'm like, no, dude, I'm 36 and I'm my own hype woman. Okay? Like, I have to hype myself up because no one else will. If you don't believe in yourself, no one else is going to do it. So do I think I'm hot right now? Yes. Do I think I'm successful? Uh, I think I'm a work in progress always. You know, that's, that's a whole different discussion. I have imposter syndrome and, you know, I need therapy for that. But like, I thought like, damn, like, Anish, like you're freezing your eggs, kind of like a, like a failure. I felt like a failure that I had to freeze my eggs, you know, if I'm being completely honest. Like, why can't I be like everyone else? But I did it. I spent the money and it was painful, like spending the money. But I was like, you know what? If you can go to like Greece, you can freeze your eggs, to be honest. And it was a pandemic. It was like the perfect time to do it, you know, like. I was at home. Yes, I was filming Family Karma, but, you know, it was like two weeks of my life, 14 days of my life. And so for anyone out there that's like considering this or worried about like the financial burden, like there's payment plans. Like I feel like if you can go on a vacation or buy a purse, you know, or get Botox, you can freeze your eggs. I think the toughest part in this journey is not the actual freezing of the eggs or the retrieval or the bloating. You know, I know some people get emo and they have depression and I didn't have any of that. The worst part of it for me is the journey alone, freezing your eggs alone. It's not like you have a husband and you're doing IVF or a partner and you're like doing surrogacy or having a child with someone. You're just freezing your eggs and it's still unknown. You still don't know if you're going to have a baby. I still don't know. I still don't know if I'm going to get married. Like, do I want those things? Yeah. But I still don't know. And I think that was like the toughest part of it. Like I'm doing this, but there are still no guarantees like whether I'm going to have my own child or not, you know, and explaining to people that you're doing it. And then they kind of, you know, oh, there's, there's nothing like someone pitying you. It's the worst feeling. Right. And so explaining to my mom in the beginning, my mom was not on board because she didn't understand. She was like, you were with someone for 12 years. Like you should have like a house right now and like three kids. And so she was like, why are you doing this? My grandparents, they were like, this is all like madness, you know? And then of course, at the end of the day, you know, they support me, but I myself was questioning the whole thing. I'm like, why do you have to do this? Like you fucking weirdo. Like if I'm keeping it real, you know, I know we're tough on ourselves. I know I'm very tough on myself, but I just wanted to be real and raw with you, at least on the pod, to tell you guys what I was feeling. Like, I didn't have any physical side effects, but mentally I was like, what the fuck? Like, this sucks. Like, why do I have to do this? But I told you I went in with an attitude of gratitude, and I'm so grateful that it's done, that we get to do it, that we have this option. 
and I can move on. I am not going to do it again. I might end up doing IVF, like if I end up having a child later, but I, I'm probably not going to freeze my eggs or do another round. I know people do like three rounds. I have a friend that did six rounds, you know, she's rich. But yeah, you know, it wasn't this like whole big thing that people talk about that lasted months. Like I literally went in, I remember September 29th and I had my retrieval October 22nd because you got to wait for your period. So my consultation was September 29th. I started the egg freezing process like October 11th or 12th and I was done by the 29th. Like I had the retrieval, I was done. And so it's not really this like thing that takes six months or three months or anything like that, you know, at least for me. And it was tough. It was tough. And then, you know, you're just, you're on your own. In my, in my case, you're on your own. I injected myself and it was weird. You know, I'm getting teary-eyed now thinking about it because, you know, I like to avoid and suppress. But thinking about it now, I'm kind of pitying myself, you know. Um, I don't want to cry. But... I'm grateful I did it, but do I wish that I didn't have to do it? Absolutely. I wish I didn't have to freeze my eggs, but I'm so glad that I did. And I'm so grateful also for the team at Baptist, you know, Dr. Michael Jacobs and his team. They're like pioneers in this. Highly recommend you go to them if you're in the Miami area. And, you know, if you're looking into freezing your eggs, feel free to DM me. Ask me anything. I'm here to help answer any questions. Everyone's body's different, I will say. Everyone's dosage is different. You know, everyone's experience is different. I'm just telling you about mine. And the kids are in boarding school, honey. I'm very proud of myself for doing it and for putting it out there. The only thing I didn't film was the actual retrieval because that's like a medical procedure and we didn't want like cameras, you know, in there while I'm having surgery, obviously. But, you know, I took some footage on my own, on my phone, you know, for the IG fam and for the show, you know, before and after. And thank God for my support system, my BFF, who, you know, was with me every step of the way. She was two weeks ahead of me. So we kind of did everything, you know, in the same month. And both our kids are at the same boarding school. And I'm very happy. I'm very happy today. But looking back, it was a lonely experience. And I wasn't sad at the time. But now looking back, I don't know why. It does make me sad, to be honest. I don't know why. I don't know why I got email right now. And I'm just, I guess, you know, wondering what the future holds for me as far as kids and family. And I would like to have a child. And, you know, I'm looking forward to having that child with someone special. So that's where I'm going to leave you off. And I know we kind of had like a downer. I didn't think I would get sad talking about it, but I did. And, you know, feel free to let me know of your journey, your experience. And if you have any questions about the process, you know, DM me, email me. I love you guys. Thank you. (laughs) 
Thank you so much for sipping the chai with me this week. If you like the show, remember to rate, review, and subscribe. You can also find me on Instagram at Anish Ramakrishna. I would love to hear from you. Join me next week for more chai. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thank you so much for sipping the chai with me this week. If you like the show, remember to rate, review, and subscribe. You can also find me on Instagram at Anish Ramakrishna. I would love to hear from you. Join me next week for more chai.